So I'm sitting in my homeschool mom recording studio, aka my closet, finally sitting down to chat with you about journaling for the homeschool mama. I am so grateful that my recent FedEx package arrived safely, but it is a package I did not want to purchase. This podcast episode is out late this week because I dropped my computer in the sink of dishes and water. It's been a moment of overwhelm for me, but I've recovered and here I am with you, my nice cup of hot rooibos tea, and grateful that I can get into the next episode to address overwhelm for the homeschool mama. Welcome to the Homeschool Mama Self-Care Podcast. I'm Teresa Wiedrich, the Homeschool Life Coach at Capturing the Charmed Life. I'm dedicating the Season 4 of the Homeschool Mama Self-Care Podcast to the overwhelmed homeschool mama. Because we all want to be clear, confident, and satisfied in our homeschool lives. That's the goal. I've learned that journaling is an excellent self-awareness strategy. In fact, it's a strategy I've used my entire life, and I'll share with you when I discovered it, what its values are for you, and all the different elements of journaling that we can include in our homeschool mom lives, and why we want to do it. Not coincidentally, I began creating journaling workbooks about a year ago, Someone had asked me, what could you do? What could you bring to the homeschool mom community that would be able to help them discover what they need to discover so that they can get clear on whatever challenges they have, like reimagining their homeschool or de-schooling their homeschool or building boundaries in their homeschool lives or just their life in general or overcoming overwhelm. And I thought about it months later that of course I created journaling workbooks as a self-coaching tool because I've been doing it my entire life. So if you're looking for a self-awareness strategy that's pretty simple, pretty inexpensive, and really does cut to the chase of what your challenge is, getting clear on what your challenge is, then you will appreciate this episode. So welcome homeschool mama. Once upon a time, my mom gave me $5. It wasn't typical for my parents to give me an allowance, but before we drove to the shopping mall in Grand Prairie, Alberta, to the big box store of the day, Zeller's, she gave me cash to purchase whatever I wanted. What did I do with that $5? I bought a small green locked journal in the stationery section. And every morning I wrote, I woke up, I made my bed, and I brushed my teeth. For a solid decade, that's what began my journal entry. Fast forward to my teenage years, I wrote, Dear Diary, I have a crush on Michael J. Fox. I think I'm going to marry him one day. I also wrote about other things, like other crushes on other boys who were my age and in my school that I also thought I would marry, but coincidentally, I felt too shy to speak to. Fast forward to my 20s. 
Dear God, please bring me a husband, I wrote. I've been fasting and praying for so long I could make my own diet plan, how to get a guy in 26 years. Fast forward to journaling in my family years. How do I help my husband understand me? Yesterday, I lost my mind when trying to recite times tables with the kids. Last week they knew them, and now they don't. Or in our traveling homeschool years, in the last three days, we have driven 3,400 kilometers to the Arctic Ocean with four kids in a minivan, and we're all losing our minds. Fast forward to why I'm telling you this. This is what I've learned about journaling that I had a lot of crushes. <laughs> my kids giggle at that. I actually don't understand why my kids don't have as many crushes as I did. Anyways, apparently I was the unusual one. Okay, I also learned that I brushed my teeth a lot as a kid. It's remarkable that I had seven cavities. I learned that I recorded my frustrating moments on paper to get them out of my head. I learned that I understood what I needed because I wrote my needs on paper. I learned that I understood what was frustrating me and how to address those frustrations took maybe time, but writing them down helped me get clear on what they were. Because frustration and overwhelm are tricky things. Sometimes they are just a mass of emotions, a mix of emotions that are hard to identify until and unless we spend time with them. Self-awareness is built one journal entry at a time though. So I assume that you value self-awareness. I'll tell you why I think self-awareness is beneficial for us. Naturally, as I've been coaching other homeschool moms, I've learned there's a useful approach to learning what we need to learn without booking a session with a coach. It's called self-coaching. And the first step in self-coaching is to build self-awareness. It was that green lock journal that started me on that life journey. My green journal was my first nurturer and counselor. She was the one who heard my voice always and supported me. I've had myriads of journals or notebook ears along the way. One day my family will have to decide what to do with all of them in the electrical room downstairs. They helped me process my hurts so I could move toward forgiveness. I processed my grasping nature and moved toward surrender. My journals helped me process my confusion at times so I can move toward clarity. My journals have been a giant tool for me to become more me. So I've created my own journals to build self-awareness and I hope they can be useful self-coaching tools for you too. Here are some general journaling suggestions. Make it a goal to write your big uncomfortable emotions in your journal when you're feeling them. Just spend time being still, feeling those uncomfortable emotions, and listening to what comes up. Practice writing your gratitude. 
Like I, for instance, last week when I dropped my laptop in the dishwater, um, mostly was traumatized. Did that just happen? You've got to be kidding me. Surely if I just dump it upside down and stick it on a bunch of rice, it'll be fine, right? Well, my teenage daughter said, yes, that's what happens with iPhones. That's what happens with iPads. It did not happen with the laptop. In that moment, I wasn't grateful. I am grateful now as I put my hands on my new laptop that will never see the kitchen again. So another journaling suggestion. Remind yourself of what you're doing on the planet each day with vision words. Specific words that represent how you want to show up in your relationships, perhaps how you want to show up in your work or in your homeschool that help you show up on purpose in your life. Like Gretchen Rubin, the author of The Happiness Project, encourages us, just one sentence a day if you are just not a journaler. And last thought is you could set an alarm to write in the morning as you're sipping that first cup of coffee. You could have five minutes, 30 seconds, or as long as you want. I'm going to share with you three journals that I've created in this last year. You can either use these journals if you so choose. You can find them over on my website, capturingthecharmlife.com, or you can just use them as suggestions for how you want to journal each morning. The first journal is the Daily Homeschool Mama Journal, which will help you build time into your day for you. These daily journal questions help you check in with yourself to develop self-awareness. So if you want to develop self-awareness, you can ask yourself these three questions. How are you feeling? Why are you feeling what you're feeling? And what are the thoughts behind your feelings? If you're looking to develop your identity, to become more you, you have a space in this journal to dream and plan for your day ahead, to remind yourself what you're grateful for, to recite your daily affirmations. I include a list of my homeschool mama daily affirmations in this journal. It is actually the most popular download that I have. You have a space to declare how your best self wants to show up in your relationships today to declare how your best self wants to show up in your homeschool today and declare how your best self wants to show up for you today. If you're struggling with a chronic health condition or you just want to encourage physical wellness, you can use the full body check-in. It'll help you to clarify how you're feeling, your body, how you're feeling in your body. You can ask yourself how your body makes you feel, something that we don't always pay attention to. I mean, we just barely get to the basics at times in our homeschool years, but asking myself, how am I feeling right now sitting up on two pillows on the floor, cross-legged with a cup of tea beside me? Um, I need to do yoga. <laughs> That's what I can feel inside my almost 49-year-old body. This full body check-in also helps you to remind yourself what you like about your body. One of the things that I love the most 
are my blue eyes that I've inherited from my dad, my grandma. There's something about my eyes that speak to my soul that I really am as straight and honest, possibly too honest at times, person that you see. In this full body check-in section of the Homeschool Mama Daily Journal, you also can ask yourself what you can do to make your body healthier. At the end of each day, as you're brushing your teeth and before you throw on your streaming device, you can do an evening check-in and ask yourself how your day went, what you're grateful for in that day, which is a great way to record all the beautiful moments that you've had with your kids. Because even though you're probably thinking, I am so thick in it right now, I just need a breather and I need to step away, it really will come to an end. And then you're going to look back and you are going to remember a few things, but won't it be even more delightful that you have written down all the beautiful moments that you've had, or you could just get an Instagram channel that'll work too. And in the evening, you can also talk about what was the best thing about your day. Ask yourself how you're feeling again, what your hopes and plans are for your upcoming day. In the Homeschool Mama Daily Journal, there's also a weekly planner that you can use to make quick notes, write exercise activities with or without your kids, record your daily nutritional intake if that's something that is value for you, write your gratitudes, create daily self-care activities, or record the funny things your homeschool kiddos say. And make sure to date them because later on, these moments will be the quintessential beautiful moments of your homeschool. So get out your pen because these daily journal questions can aid in your self-exploration so you can take care of yourself. I've created a reimagine your upcoming homeschool journal too, because we are not at the end of a homeschool year. I'm going to leave that discussion about that journal for another time, but just know that it's there. The very first journal that I created was the toolbox for big emotions. It's a journaling workbook to help you address your big emotions in your homeschool. It offers journal questions that can explore you, help you be confident in what big emotions you're experiencing because, again, it doesn't take very much. There's a lot of stuff going on. We don't always know why we're feeling what we're feeling or why we thought what we thought before we had the feeling, which is a really important thing. The toolbox for big emotions will help you know how or whether you're taking care of yourself and what your thought patterns are that might be hijacking your homeschool days. You already have the tools in your big emotions toolbox. You just might not know it. Your emotions, your body, and your thoughts. Last season, I spoke to your big emotions. There were three separate episodes at the end of last season and why I've come to understand why it's so important for us to have clarity on our emotional climate. I have met more than one homeschool mom that did not really know how they felt or why they felt what they felt. So get curious about what you're feeling, learn about your emotional climate, how you're taking care of yourself and your general thought patterns so you can show up on purpose and choose that best self. Have you heard me share the story of me somewhere in my third year of homeschooling? When I was mouthing the words, help me as the school bus drove by. 
Okay, not really, but kind of. I was highly reactive to my kids' squabbles and unkindnesses, and I felt perpetually irritated when a child wouldn't show interest in their studies. And I had a moment where I very distinctly, in a very loud voice, said, if you don't do, and I don't remember what it was, then you're going to get on that bus Monday morning. Well, I knew I didn't really want to research that school's telephone number. And FYI, I didn't even live in that town. We were traveling in that town. So I didn't actually know what school was out there. But I didn't know what else to do. I felt exasperated. And when I had a lot of time later to clarify what it was I was exasperated by, I knew later that I didn't have any time for myself. I was not creating any time for myself. I was homeschooling. I was mothering. I was looking after my kids in a new town on the regular or in a new location, which was so much fun for our homeschool years, but also a lot. I didn't have time for myself. I wasn't feeling good in my body. I felt overwhelmed, as everyone says, overwhelmed. I was bored by yet another repeat of the same curriculum. I did everything perfectly. It didn't feel good enough. I wondered if I was doing right by my kids, and I probably was, except I was losing my stuff too often. And in that, I did not do right by my kids. A friend of mine in my exasperated state encouraged me to watch a Brené Brown TEDx talk. And that was when I realized I really wasn't factoring me into my life. I don't even think I knew me then. Like legit. Did not know what I would do if I had time by myself. Alongside planning for my homeschool, I needed to plan for myself. And I didn't do it. One of the biggest things we can do to plan for ourselves is to get clarity on who we are, what our triggers are, our frustrations, our big emotions. Pay attention to that stuff. Learn about that stuff. Even though I am all down for reading yet another homeschool book because I love getting ideas too. You can create so many memories, learn so many things. It's just a beautiful lifestyle. However, Those books are fabulous, but I think the most important thing for us as homeschool moms isn't the academics. It's not choosing a philosophy. It is definitely not trying to get our kids more social contact. No, it's not those things. It's addressing our big emotions because our big emotions have a big impact on how happy and satisfied and comfortable and content we are in our lives. And that impacts what's going on in our home. Our kids are experiencing how we're showing up and they're responding and reacting to that. Now, I'm not going to take full responsibility for how my kids engage because I'm fully aware that I can be having a very beautiful day and something is not right with the kids or with a child. So I'm not going to take responsibility for that. But there's a reason that just yesterday I'd posted about an article in the 25 Days of Gratitude by How to Homeschool a Child. Um, I had written and they posted an article called More More is Caught Than Taught, an article that I wrote about how we need to show up in our homeschool and our lives because more is caught than taught. And so when we address our big emotions... 
and we deal with the most challenging aspect of our homeschools, we're giving ourselves so much more satisfaction in the long term, and we are giving our kids skills to deal with their big emotions because more is caught than taught. The last journaling workbook I'm going to share with you that I created for you is called the Build Your Boundaries Journaling Workbook. Journal questions that help you get curious about the reasons you think you might have boundary challenges. This is a self-coaching tool that helps you clarify your needs, your relationships, and your identity so you can get your needs met, have satisfying relationships, and become more you. In this Building Boundaries Journaling Workbook, we're going to clarify your needs, your relationships, and your identity. And the biggest benefit is practically transforming how you approach yourself, which I won't kid you. I don't think you're going to get to the end of, end of this workbook and think, yeah, okay, I've got a handle on me. I know how I'm influencing others. I know how to approach myself, speak kindly to myself. No, I think that's a lifelong thing. There's a lot of things that we need to undo if we haven't already learned how to create internal boundaries and external boundaries with others. Another big benefit is that we're shifting our relationships towards more satisfying relationships, ones where we're meeting our needs, but we're also meeting the other people's needs as well. We're also clarifying our identity. There's a connection between our internal boundaries, honoring and acknowledging ourselves, and how clear we get in what we're actually doing on a daily basis in our daily routine. We get really clear on why we're here and what we're doing. So those are the three benefits to building boundaries into you. And if you wonder if you have challenges with boundaries, here's how you might know. There's a lot of different ways to experience boundary challenges, but you might have boundary challenges if you spend too much time thinking about what other people think about your homeschool, answering the phone when you should be eyeball to eyeball with your kids, spending more time doing extracurriculars because people are asking you to participate, even though you want a day or quiet day at home, You're spending too much time giving your time away to meaningful things, but just not the most important things. You're fielding unsupportive questions about your homeschool choice. You're feeling exhausted by conflict with your partner or a close friend or a relative. You're not showing up as you'd like with your kids and you're not really sure why. Or you're feeling guilty or ashamed at how you're showing up with your kids. Maybe you're desperately wanting a separate space or time away from your kids, said everybody at some point. Or you're feeling like your kids are mistreating you or disrespecting you and you can't quite figure out if that is just them being kids or is there something else going on. So straight up, if you're identifying with those thoughts and these are things that preoccupy you, you probably do need boundaries. And I've come to understand that the energy we have for our life, our homeschools, is directly proportional to our established internal and external boundaries. The boundaries we have in our relationships, whether that be our relationship with others or with ourselves. And also 
how we are thinking about our homeschool or how we're framing the vision of our homeschool. So if these are things that you spend too much time thinking about, then you might have challenges with boundaries. And this self-coaching tool, this building your boundaries journaling workbook will be useful to you. And in the next week, I'm offering a group coaching program for homeschool moms interested in building boundaries inside themselves and in their relationships. So if that's you, you can DM me on Instagram, Facebook, you can head over to my website, capturingthecharmlife.com or connect with me in any way and we'll chat and see if this is right for you. I believe self-awareness is required to be a homeschool mom. Did I know I needed it when I started? The answer is hell no, (laughs) but I learned it along the way. I invite you to check out these journaling workbooks that you can find over at www.capturingthecharmlife.com. When you spend enough time assessing your emotional climate, getting to know you, and someday soon I'm going to build the self-awareness for the homeschool mama journal to help you learn more about you. Answer these questions with your journal and pen. What makes you feel good? What makes life fun for you? Maybe you could write, be Maria. And six things that define who Maria is. What has been the biggest challenge that you've dealt with in your life? And how have you overcome it? What is your emotional climate? If everything was just the way you wanted, how would your life look like over the next few years? Write your I am from poem. You can get to know you as you write a poem about you. It's an idea that I got from Julie Bogart's recent book, Raising Critical Thinkers. Her I am from poem originated from her son's inspiration. I'm going to close this episode with my I am from poem, and I encourage you to do the same. I am from Veranikia and Zemaborst and Zadido in Grandma's lap. I am from tonsillitis, popcorn twists, and raspberry jello. I'm from long-distance truck hauls, satellite calls, engine retarder brakes purring, growling engine lullabies. I am from green lock journals, gratitude journals, quote journals, verse journals, crush journals, prayer journals. I'm from six-week summer, almost midnight sunsets, yellow oceans waving in the wind, nostrils frozen at recess. I am from Mr. Dressup, Laura Ingalls, E.T., Back to the Future, and video hits. I'm from sock hops, red leather jacket, white glove, and moonwalks. I am from most men living lives of quiet desperation. I'm from old-fashioned landlines in seven rooms, telling telephone stories, telephones calling the alarm, then telephone cemeteries. I'm from fleeing, hiding, running in barefoot, changing names, changing locations, changing purpose, changing hope. 
I am from writing stories till sunrise, sharing stories, wanting to share stories, wanting to know my story, wanting to define my story, wanting to be a story, and being an unfinished open book. I'm from Shimbo's List, The Firm, Sleeping with the Enemy, with dreams of sense and sensibility. I am from public school, Christian school, Catholic school, private school, 11 schools. I am from prizes for verses, verses that tell wrong, verses that tell right, verses that declare peace, verses that declare fight. I am from being still and knowing God, knowing I'm seen, plans made for me, prosperous plans, harm-free plans, future plans, peaceful plans. I'm from Wild Rose Country, the yellow rose of Texas, and rose-scented longing. I'm from Dreams of India. If we want to love, we must learn to forgive. I'm from Africa, where I had a home at the foot of the Ingong Hills, and a brick-and-mortar home with a fireplace at the edge of the Great Rift Valley, and a drape over my head, swiping and moaning malarial pleas, awaiting Ebola or a plane out of Africa. I'm from Blackbird singing in the dead of night. Blackbird dead. Blackbird at night. I'm from Fight Song. Take back my life song. I'm from Broken Wings. Mended Wings. Flying Wings. Learning how to fly wings. I want to hear your I Am From poem. Please share it with me. Send it over to me at TeresaWiedrick at Outlook.com and I'd be delighted to share it here on the Homeschool Mama Self-Care Podcast. I hope these journaling workbooks can be useful tools for you to coach yourself to live your life on purpose. Thanks for joining me today. I'd love to hear your thoughts or questions, so head over to CapturingTheCharmLife.com and introduce yourself to me. If you're looking to enhance your homeschool community with another homeschool community that is supportive and authentic, with women who want to show up on purpose in their homeschools and lives, then you're invited to the Homeschool Mama Patreon support group. You can find that at patreon.com slash homeschoolmamaselfcare. I'm looking forward to getting to know you and your homeschool family. Until next week, I hope that you and your homeschool kids can turn your homeschool challenges into your homeschool charms. You got this, girlfriend.